Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another bonus episode, and I guess I should say yet another uh, driving with annoying question boy, or whatever I called it last time. Uh, I am currently en route to my job. Uh, Today is the 25th, it's Sunday. I'm stoned as hell, Um, and we're having a good time. Um, I don't really know what I want to talk about, but I'm sure I'll figure something out. Um, also, if you hear, like, a really awful noise in the background, um, I am currently driving on a spare, and wow, the guy behind me does not want to understand that, so my car is shaking really bad, um, so I'm sorry if that's an annoying noise throughout this, but, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into whatever the fuck I decide to talk about. So I think what I'm going to talk about is like my kind of very recent struggle of organizing and attempting to start an organization in my local area, Uh, just kind of vent about that. So uh, a few days ago now, I probably want to say like around Tuesday, I started to get like this inclination that I like really wanted to start an organization out here because like about a month ago I had to quarantine because my coworker is a fucking moron. Well, my former coworker, but whatever. Um, and during that time I had like a food pantry that had to drop off food to me cause I couldn't afford groceries. Um, and so that kind of, at that point was something that I was wanting to get involved with. I was thinking about starting a foods, not bombs out this way, but the mission, as much as I hate the rescue mission, they seem to have it, like, down and pat. Sure, could they be a million times better? Uh, yeah, but that would probably come with, like, you know, funding and stuff like that, which, uh, they don't really have a whole lot of. I mean, they certainly have more than, uh, non-Christian-based organizations, but they still don't have a lot in order to actually help a community. And millions of other problems with the mission, but like that, you know, in this area, they kind of have it down and pat. Like, there's nothing that I could do starting up a Foods Not Bombs that they're not actively doing right now. But I still want to get into some kind of like community aid, community building. Um, me and my coworker have talked a lot about this. Um, he went to school for landscape architecture, but he's super into, like, city planning and stuff like that, uh, so he's very much passionate about, like, localities and community and stuff like that and the importance of it, and basically, uh, that has helped kind of bring everything together into this, uh, one, like, uh, covalescence of, like wanting to start an organization. So, you know, obviously I kind of got to figure out what it is I want to do with this organization. So I want it to be a politically motivated organization, but I don't know if I want it to be a political organization, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know that I want it to um, start out from the bottom as, like, a political organization, because I feel like in my local area, that will kneecap it, like, almost immediately, because where I live in central New York, 
super conservative, super conservative. And if it's not conservative, it's very liberal. Um, so I don't really have the, uh, political understanding in the area in order to start outright a political organization. So I'm trying to figure out like what the community around here really needs. Um, I reached out to Tom from Trillbilly Workers uh, Party or Trillbilly Workers Union podcast. Um, if you guys don't already, go ahead and check them out. Um, but I reached out to him because I know on his show uh, they've mentioned a, a, like the fact that he's worked with unions before, that he's you know worked with uh, members of his community in order to like organize to get better things. Um, and so I kind of thought that maybe, you know, long shot, I'll reach out to him. He'll have some advice. And he certainly did. He was like, you know, find what your community needs and try to be helpful for that. So trying to figure out what my community needs. We're certainly not poor. Um, I mean, a lot of us are, but not in the way where that is like, well, I don't know. See, I'm kind of trying to figure this out still. Um, obviously it's going to take me a while to figure this out, but like at the same time, I, I am really trying to figure this out. So I was thinking that maybe I could do some kind of a mutual aid program with like food and shit like that. But I feel like the most necessary thing in this area it's probably got to be affordable housing. Because like I said, we have a bunch of conservatives and a bunch of liberals in this area. But more than anything, we have a lot of upper middle class white people in this area. So you have high property values due to the fact that, you know, we're not balling by any means in this community. But some of us are, and a lot of us are doing much better than we, you know, really need to be, um, especially with people in our city, you know, not being able to afford homes. So I feel like that would probably be a good place to start because like they're building these two new apartment complexes in my hometown. And one of them is going for 1150 a month for a studio apartment. Um, and then the other one's going for thirteen fifty for a two-bedroom uh, apartment. And again, those aren't like two-bedroom apartments in like your own house. You know how there's like the houses with the apartments in it with like land or anything like that. Like one of them is on the former air base where a bunch of like roads just are and there's a bunch of like um, distribution centers and shit like that up there. And then the other one, um, trying to think where the other one is. Well, the other one's not in a great place either. And on top of that, my, my hometown, um, my city, and even like most of the surrounding cities as well, like there isn't industry here. There isn't a whole lot of like livable wage jobs. Most of what we have in our community is like you know, McDonald's, Walmart, Big Lots, the works, you know, and then we got some local restaurants, which that's not going to pay you a living wage. They're a small business. Most of the 
small businesses out here can barely survive. And then outside of that, you kind of just have, like, we have a bunch of government contracting jobs. Um, Well, not a bunch. We have quite a few, but, like, obviously not everybody can get a government contracting job. Um, So it's kind of difficult to imagine how the people in this community, especially those like my age, like I'm 21, I'm supposed to be moving out here soon, according to, you know, everyone in my family. Um, and a lot of people my age are supposed to be moving out. You know, I don't really know how after a global pandemic with, you know, so many people in this country out of a job and at the very least, most people much poorer than they started out this year, you know, I don't know how they expect with no industry, no jobs in the area, and because of that, no real, like, nothing to do, because nobody fucking, I mean, people live around here, it's actually a decently large uh, city that I grew up in, but there's shit there, so it doesn't really matter um, how my city can try to charge... $13.50 for a two-bedroom apartment in a city that doesn't even have jobs or fucking anything to do. Um, So I feel like probably affordable housing would be a good place to start. Um, Maybe talk about, like, uh, I don't know, maybe talk about jobs. Like, the fact that there isn't jobs here and yet there. And another big thing in my area, so, again, I'm from central New York. Another big thing in this area, uh, especially that you hear from the conservative side of things, is, um, like, people all pissed off that New York City takes all our taxes, um, which I don't know, like, the ins and outs of that. I know that that's because we have poorly written tax codes, and I also know that's because New York City is absolutely fucking broke. But at the same time, that is leaving a lot of people up here without, you know, a a safety net. Um, And so I feel like that could also be a talking point, like kind of talking about how the working class is having to pay the wages of, you know, the rest of the working class when neither of us can truly afford our own life. Um, Try to take it away from being a because a lot of it is like hatred towards New York City, or the people of New York City, because of the fact that they're, you know, taking our money from us, um, there was just, like, fucking six cops on the side of the road, gross, um, but, like, a lot of people in this area have have a hatred for the people of New York City, even though, you know, at the end of the day, as you and I both know, um, their needs and their material conditions and <clears throat> their self-interests are usually quite perfectly aligned. Um, they just don't pay attention to that. So I feel like that could be a talking point as well. Um, a big thing in the area is small business, but I don't know if I can really dive into that because a lot of our small businesses in the area are run by like 
low-key awful people. And I know that, like, we're all working class. And, like, so because of that, when we come together, we're going to have differences. You know, you're going to have working class people that you're going to be having to have solidarity with that are racist, that are xenophobic, that are transphobic, that are, you know, these awful things. But at the end of the day, we have to understand that the reason why most people are like that is because they are directly shaped by their environment. Um, So writing someone off because they're racist immediately is not always the best strategy. And I know it feels great and I know they fucking deserve it and no one should ever be racist. I'm not excusing any of these things by any means. But what I am saying is there's fucking nothing you can say to a person who grew up in central New York, hating New York City, and having, you know, super racist ideals. There's nothing that I can say to, you know, him or her in a passing conversation that's going to convince them to not be racist. So we kind of have to work on that after we kind of make the world a bit more equal. Because then at the end of the day, once that happens, racism won't have a part to play within society because racism is a tool of capitalism. It is a a symptomatic, uh, systematic problem that separates the working class. And it, it, it exists to do just that. So, I don't know, maybe small businesses might not be the best talking point, but I mean, even still, it could be just for the sake of organizing. Uh, I feel like I earlier this year, um, back in August, I tried to start something with a local teachers union to demand that schools stay closed until, you know, proper resources were provided. Um, Of course, in my conservative liberal area, we didn't want to do a strike. And I actually caught a lot of flack on Facebook from some of my, like, uh, local city uh, (laughs) uh, citizens, I guess, whatever, who basically were like, uh, you're tarnishing the name of the teachers union by demanding a strike without like their own, you know, signing off on it. And I was like, you know, I'm just reaching out to them to ask if they consider doing a strike. Um, but whatever. So that didn't work out, but I feel like the teachers union, if, if it was a a different kind of organization would be a very useful tool um, because they are a very valued member of my community. Uh, not monetarily, of course, but oddly enough, my, my city isn't actually that bad when it comes to, like, community, I guess. Like, we have a sense of community. Just the community that exists is not good. <laughs> so that's kind of the problem. Um, I was also considering running for, like, a city official position. I don't really know what's up for election right now. I probably could look that up later today. But I don't really know when I would have the time to do that. Um, because 
I mean, not for nothing. My job has me working. I got a full-time job, but they have me working usually at least 45 hours a week. Um, So I don't really know when I find the time to run for local office. Um, I don't even know if that would serve the purpose that I'm intending it to serve. Um, What else? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make it a politically motivated... Obviously, it's going to be a leftist organization, but I don't think it's going to be like a leftist organization, if you know what I mean. Like, I definitely want to start off just building community for the sake of building community. And then from there, you know, use those ties, use the, you know, mutual aid efforts and... Um, stuff like that, workers' rights, to try to push it towards a political organization. Because in our area, we definitely need uh, stronger unions, stronger uh, workers' rights and stuff like that. I mean, across the world we do, but because there is so much... Uh, corporatization in our economy in this area, we certainly need, you know, stronger, stronger working party, which is kind of the end goal of this. I definitely want to turn this into a workers party. That's definitely what I feel the most connection to. Um, And I think I want to try to make it like a like a service workers, like a service industry party. Um, I don't really know if my job technically classifies as a service industry. I don't really quite know what the service industry uh, includes and doesn't include. But in my mind, it's like every time that you're... Like if you're servicing someone, you're in the service industry, you know? (coughs) Servicing someone. Lol. Um... But yeah, that would definitely be cool. Um, But my main issue that I've been facing is there's really no... There's no local organizations in the area that I could think of that I could, like, work with. Because that shit doesn't exist around here. There's really no non-political organization around here that could help me out. Because, I mean, they're all, like, hella conservative. And they, they'd sniff... I mean, they might not... That's the thing. I'm trying to gauge if the people in my community... And this is not a good... Like, I'm not saying this to be rude or anything. But I'm trying to gauge if the people in my community... <clears throat> are smart enough to smell socialism. You know what I mean? Like, when I start talking about workers' rights... When I start talking about, um, you know, tax codes and stuff like that, am I going to, am I going to face flack or am I going to, you know, possibly change minds, shift minds? Um, and I don't really know yet because I, I do know that in this area, there's a strong, strong yearning for 
really uh, not just workers' rights, but just jobs in general and, you know, industry. So I feel like I, I probably could get them, get people organized or at least start getting people organized under that veil pretty well. And it's not a veil, really. Um, all of what I'll be fighting for when it comes to workers' rights and everything is also extremely necessary um, and a part of socialism. But whether or not they'll sense that it is tied to socialism is kind of the, the key problem. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely necessary. Um, another big thing in this area is racism. So I, I want to be very, very careful, um, because like I said, you can't just write people off because they're racist. Um, if, if they're like, just, I don't want to say less racist, but if they're not like, you know, Don in the hood, you know what I mean? If they're Don in the hood, they can get fucked. Um, you don't need to worry about those people. There's millions of people in this country who have more than enough. But, um, if someone has racist ideals, you know, that needs to be challenged at a point. But you also probably might need that person. So, I, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna avoid that. Because, I mean, not for nothing, but when I, I talk workers in this area for the most part, the people who are paying attention to politics, who when they hear the word workers will think I'm talking to them, is probably going to be your white, mid-30 to late-40 male, like, construction or, like, trade worker in this area. Because that's who will be paying attention to, you know, my organization, um... That, that's who would know of that shit until it kind of takes off. So I, I got to be very, very wary of what that could lead to. Um, beyond that, I feel like... I feel like there's, there's, you know, a want for something like that in the area. There's a, definitely a need for something like that in the area... Uh, I just don't really know that I'm going to be the one that's going to be able to provide that, you know? Uh, I have no experience whatsoever. I really have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So, yeah, I mean, who's to say? Um, but I, I feel a call to do it. I, um, I feel motivated to do it. And so I'd like to do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, if anyone has like any information at all about organizing, if you have any local orgs that you could, you know, maybe comment on like one of my posts or one of my, uh, uh, like social medias, for me to reach out to. Uh, I've, I've reached out to a couple. Hopefully they'll get back to me. I know today's Sunday, so I don't expect them to be in the office today, but, um, they might be, I don't, I don't really know. Um, 
do political organizations do they take the Sabbath off? <laughs> do they do they observe the Sabbath? I don't know. Um, also, one of the one of the like the main groups that I want to connect with in this area, especially, is the indigenous folks because I live right outside of the Oneida Nation, um, or I should say, what we you know now call Oneida New York. Um, and so I definitely want to connect with, uh, the indigenous folks in the area, uh, because they certainly will have, uh, more than enough information on what is needed in this community. And I especially want to keep them as a focus of who needs stuff in this community. But, uh, yes, I'm pulling into my job now. This is about 10 minutes after I just stopped recording, um... But I just had this random thought. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm sure, I'm, I mean, I guess this isn't necessary, but I kind of want to talk about it just um, because it's on my mind a lot lately. Uh, my brother Jeremy recently passed away a couple months ago. He uh, was a heroin addict for about 20 years. Uh, and, I mean, <clears throat> we're all pretty sure that the reason he passed away was... Uh, fentanyl um so there is a massive addict um population in this area um a lot of people who you know are forced to work minimum wage jobs working at mcdonald's or walmart or what have you living in a shit community where they see all their money you know go to either corporations which absolutely add no value to the community that they are you know, taking value from, and we also see a huge discrepancy between the two different communities within my local area. You have, like I was talking about earlier, the upper middle class folks, um, and then you have the poor folks, and not for nothing, but it is very polarizing driving through my hometown, um, looking at the difference between one street, literally, to the next. Um, it is very, very evident, uh, who is benefiting from this area. So I feel like, uh, addiction support and addiction resources would also be a, a huge, uh, community organizing, uh, thing and also a great help for this area that is very necessary. Um, probably, probably, honestly a good place to start too but yeah no I just wanted to add that just because I had it on my mind and it'll make this episode a little bit longer so thanks bye so uh that's about all I got for you folks I hope you enjoyed me just you know thinking out loud uh and you know come back to listen again another time if you don't already, go ahead and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Annoying Question Boy. I also have a podcast, or sorry, this is a podcast. I also have a blog. Uh, it's annoyingquestionboy.blogspot.com, spelled just like that, no caps, no spaces. Um, and then I also have a YouTube channel, which I have done a poor job of keeping up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day and, uh, solidarity to y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy. Have a good one. Bye.